Welcome to the Bare Naked Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Simmons. I am a psychologist, humanitarian, and entrepreneur. The Bare Naked Podcast is about truth and authenticity. It is about creating an atmosphere where we could have courageous conversations without being judged. Our goal is to cultivate healing, understanding, and transformation. This week, we are going to be talking about trust issues. This is something that we hear a lot about, but I wonder how much do we have a true understanding of what it is. So just um, to help nourish the conversation, I actually included a few guests that will be with us sharing their experience about trust issues and, and, and what they have gone through, as well as they'll be giving advice on what to do if a person does have trust issues. But for starters, when we talk about trust issues, we're talking about fear of betrayal, abandonment, or manipulation that a person feels in relation to others. A lot of times it shows up in our friendships, it shows up in our relationships, it even shows up in our relationships with ourself or in our relationship with ourselves. So let's delve into it. We're going to have on our show today, Deborah Hill, Dr. Princess uh, Gagan Wallace. We're going to have Miss Wynn and as well as Martina Dorlier. So it should be a wonderful episode. Join us now as we discuss trust issues. I am beyond excited to have our guest who will really delve into this topic for us. We've got some wonderful women and you are in for a treat. So trust issues, the theme, and we're going to get right into it. I'll start by having each guest introduce themselves, and then we will tell you about our thoughts on trust issues. All right, so we'll start with uh, Dr. Dr. Wallace. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Gagon Wallace. I am a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner here practicing in Minnesota. Um, I've been working in healthcare for over 15 years, recently started my own private practice last year. So I'm excited to be a part of this conversation. Thank you for having me. Next, my name is Martina. I'm a nurse. Um, I currently work in a long-term care facility. And um, what can I say? I've been working in the healthcare field for a while now. I would say about like 15 to 16 years when I started. So I enjoy what I do, and I'm currently back in school for what I like the most. So I'm here. This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. When it comes to trust issue, it's a very, very important topic. So I'm here for it. Yes, um, my name is Wynn, and I am a staffing recruiter slash coordinator. I also own my own business, Simply Elegant Events and Services. So I do events from large scales to small scales. Um, so other than that, I'm a mom, um, a friend, a sister, so I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Dr. Simmons, for having me on. Thank you for being on. This is Deborah Power Hill. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm a nurse. <laughs> uh, my background is in fraternity medicine and urologist, and I just recently moved on to family medicine because I just wanted to broaden my knowledge. And, <laughs> and what can a girl do? Uh, so, And I'm a mom, most important job in the world. Yes. And 
I can't wait to hear your touchable trust issue to see what what I can grab there to add to my library. And thank you, Dr. Simmons, for having me on today. Great. You're welcome. Thank you all for being here. I'm so excited. So, you know, we talk about this whole concept of trust issue all the time, right? And we hear through and around, oh, he got trust issue. Oh, she got trust issue. And I want to hear your thoughts on when you hear people say this person has trust issue or that person has trust issue. What is that? What what does that mean to you? And anyone can go. Well, that's a great question. Because I feel like <laughs> from someone who had trust issues, I can say it means being suspicious of, you know, a person or a group of people for no reason, right? Or not having a reason to be suspicious of that person. So to me, that's what trust issues mean. Now, it could be because, you know, maybe you've had some betrayal in the past, you've had some abuse or trauma, um, and then certain experiences have made you have those trust issues. But when we just talk about trust issues and not diving into the reasons why, it would be maybe being suspicious of somebody for no apparent reason or a group of people for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would just like to jump in there. So trust issue, one of two words, every time I hear those two words, the first thing that comes to mind is fear. Because mm. mm. uh, uh many times when people have trust issue is because they are, they are afraid of themselves and then pull that pull that fear onto everybody else. Wherever that shortcoming will be, they kind of will bring that onto other people. Oh, I don't want to do this because when I do this, this is what will happen. Oh no, I don't trust. And there's a there's this uh proverb that I heard mostly in the library in the library setting they say when the snake bites you, you see the worm, you run. So because something had happened happened to them in time past, whether it were based on uh, 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 intimate relationship, just a friendship, sisterhood, they kind of uh, take that and follows them around. When you come around, you're friendly with them, they are afraid that, oh, no, I can't go, I can't go all in, I can't be invested because then they will come back and bite me. The person might not carry me to the end. They might not be my ride and die. Mm -hmm. So they're always skeptical. They can't, they can't allow themselves to let go of that fear because that fear now becomes, uh, becomes their power. Instead of looking at it as making it powerless, they look at it as, as power. Wow. That's really good. So we you know we've got we've got fear, we've got suspicion. What else comes to mind, you know, when, when you think about okay, trust issues for you? Um, I think what comes to mind for me is that um some almost like protecting yourself from mm. from others. Um so we have to always look at 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 what point did trust issue come into play for someone um and and it could be a lot of different triggers that 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 um that will make one feel that they're unable to trust someone so mm -hmm. i think first we have to like dive deeper and try to see what what will we as individuals define as trust issues because it can it can vary in different areas of your life mm -hmm. so so I think protecting yourself is what I would say if I could just use those terms to define it. Um, I, I really, really like that because I think each person has kind of touched something really important here, right? From, from fear-based to suspiciousness to protecting oneself. Um, Martina, did you want to add anything to the conversation? Sorry, um, 
like a um, princess mentioned in the past, I mean, what she mentioned earlier, maybe like you, that she said, like past trauma, I will basically, mm -hmm. you know, go off that because if you are already experienced what people have done to you in the past, of course, that will definitely become a, mm -hmm. a huge, uh, um, that plays a role of having that, that trust issues with someone else, with your family, with your loved ones, because You've been in that situation before, so I'll be, I will go off on trauma. Yeah, yeah, and you know I think you all are right, right? When I think of trust issues, when I heard you all talk, I thought about both ends of the continuum. So on the one end, it's like okay, it's trust, it's fear or suspiciousness about the other person. That's what the person is feeling, right? In terms of that anxiety right. around like what to anticipate next, and right. then. On the other side, though, when brought up a good point, which is it's a pr protective mechanism, right? So for the person, it's not just that you are walking around intentionally trying to be um, distrusting, but rather right. that trust is rooted in, let me also try to protect, that mistrust rather is rooted right. in, let me try to protect myself because right. something must have happened along mm -hmm. the way. And, right. uh, you know, I think it's important to note that we're talking about trust issue and the first word to that is trust. So if something becomes an issue, that tells right. me that, like, maybe there may have been a point where trust was established, right, potentially, mm -hmm. but it becomes an issue when that trust has been broken or it's mm -hmm. been somehow uh, uh, malfunctioned in some way, you know, that something happened. So. Yeah. That brings me to my next question for you, ladies. What do you think contributes, and you've touched on some of them, what do you think contributes to people getting to a place where they have trust issues? I think it's a lot of factors, right? Um, it could be like earlier mentioned, past relationship traumas, if you've been in a, an abusive relationship in the past, um, if somebody was you know, controlling, if you trusted somebody and they betray that, and and we see too, and it, it could be something you haven't experienced personally, but as we're seeing now in our community, you see a lot of friendships that are no longer existing, but then you see what they're doing to their friends that they once trusted, right? This is somebody you're with, this is your sister, you hung out with them, they knew personal details about you, and then now you're no longer friends and you're airing out their dirty laundry. So it's like, okay, well, if this person can do it to this person, I definitely don't want to have any female friends because they could do it to me too. Mm -hmm. And we see that play out on social media. And now with technology, it can yeah. go viral. It's embarrassing. So it could be a lot of factors, you know, that have led to the trust issues. Yeah. Any, any, I, I really love that doc, you know, in terms of there's, there's trauma, there's, you know, relationships that you once trusted, right? Like, oh, this person would never do anything like this to me. This is my girl. This is my ride or die. And then something goes wrong. And all of a sudden you you experience that aspect of them. Um, mm -hmm. And that sets the stage for, can I trust another person again? Yes. You know, now nah, I don't know if I want any friends. I don't trust females right. like that because they'd be on some other stuff. You know, kind of establishing that. I, I wonder if you have other thoughts in terms of like, what contributes to us having trust issues? Um, if I can jump in here, I'll say in regards to, I think that when we are, okay, at what point is it appropriate for us to start to say that we're having trust issues, especially when it comes to friendship? 
um, because I think when a person is learning you and you're building a friendship, people are going to make mistakes because they don't know you. So I think it's important whenever, in order for us to not have so much, you know, to have trust issues so early on in our friendship, is that you have to start to teach people about who you are as an individual. So when a person does something, you are able to, it's a teachable moment for the both of you. I think the only time you cannot move past that is if that person is not willing to understand and learn you as a friend and to put whatever you share with them um, into play and not to repeat whatever they've done in the past. Because I think a person who repeats something over and over, then you cannot trust that person because they're no longer um, listening and caring to, un to understand and learn you as an individual and to respect the, the boundaries that you have put in place for your friendship. Yeah, I feel like if the person keeps doing things to you and you feel like you cannot trust, well, and you don't feel secure, you don't feel valued, you, you know, in that relationship, why waste your time? It's time to exit. If you understand what I'm trying to say, like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I just wanted to jump in there, uh, uh, and I'm glad that dad brought up back to why we're having the conversation because mm -hmm. it's about trust when it's broken, then it yeah. becomes then, then an issue comes in. Mm -hmm. So for one thing about about trust as the root words of our conversation is that it it is it's it's not built in the day. No. It's it 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 it, it has to be worked on. Meaning yeah. to wings points along the way somebody's gonna slip. But hey, if I slip, just call me, call me off on it and see how my what my reaction is. If my reaction is, oh, I'm gonna put in the work to to fix it, mm -hmm. then we both are being invested. Right. But so, if I'm just pouring into you, right, and all you do is take and come back and hurt me, then yeah. it's a waste. It's a waste of time. And then what that does yeah. is going forward. Right. I don't want. I'm. I'm. I'm literally looking over my shoulder. If I just as you and I have a conversation, even if you go back to somebody else and just have a brief conversation in passing, not even mentioning me. But I just right. hear a little bit of it. Then my guys are up. Oh, right. see, this is the same thing that happened to me when I was <laughs> her, when I was with him. I said this and you went behind my back. She's doing the same thing again. Right. Not even giving you the benefit of the doubt to really see that. No, she was really not just talking. She might have been using what we talked about to educate somebody right. or to just make a point. But then because your trust has been broken and you are you live in a place of this deep fear, you can't get other people the chance to learn you or other people the chance to grow. Yeah. I, I really love what you all are saying about um, trust being built because, you know, we live in a cancel culture, you know, community yeah. or, or time, right? Where yeah. once somebody does something one time, it's one and done. I'm over it. Yeah. But, you know, what Wynn said and then what Deborah is, is adding to is the fact that things, you know, people will make mistakes. People yeah. may fall short at times, but it's important to be able to like, build on things okay. you know once you correct them give them an opportunity to fix that issue right don't just assume um but i think yeah. the key things that i'm you know that i'm hearing so far as the trust issues for certain has to do with insecurity or lack of trust of someone it has to do with wanting to guard ourselves it has to do with making sure we're in a protective state um 
And then as far as what underlies it, what pushes it are things like trauma. And we're talking about trust issues kind of lightly, but I would say that trust issue is so deeply rooted, you know, it's mm-hmm. something that can be really painful. Um, and because in order for you to trust someone, you all said, you know, it's, it's, it's earned, not right. given just naturally. Right. But it requires the person, us, the person that's trusting to be right. vulnerable. It requires right. you to let your guard down. It's re- it requires you to say, you know what? I'm going to have my, I'm going to put my faith in this person right. that they won't hurt me, that they won't completely destroy this security that I've given to them, you right. know? And then when they do that, the pain, it, like it does something to your psyche because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it's a shock to your psyche, right? Because you think, whoa, I would mm-hmm. never in a million years Uh, this person would be the one to do this thing you know and once that has kind of shattered the way that you think about the person it's Mm -hmm. easy for it to permeate in other areas of your lives right where it's not just that person that was uh that did something that broke my trust do i now have to be suspicious of other people that even look like them sound like them even if they don't even look or sound like them one person has proven to me that they cannot be trusted when I completely let my guard down and gave in. And right. now, why should I then trust the next person? That's a great question. Um, I feel like going back to the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the friendship. I feel like things need to be established, like Wynn touch on and others mm-hmm. touch on. You have to have open communication. I feel yeah. like you need to set boundaries. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be transparency, letting the guard down, like you said, being vulnerable to others. So I feel like once you, you're you teaching the person how to, I guess, be with you or deal with you or know how to handle you when these issues arise, you're able to then talk about it or know how to address it and then you know move forward. But answering your question, which was how... Or who has, right? Yeah, if you, if you're, if any of us, if we're comfortable talking about moments or instances where we experience that that breaking of trust in someone that we absolutely um, gave it all to, give our trust right. to, and if you're comfortable sharing it, no pressure or anything. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like for women, a lot of times, even with friendships, it's the man, you know, mm-hmm. a, a man or a past or ex or a relationship. And I can certainly say that I've had trust issues in my previous relationships that have led to that relationship no longer existing, right? So, uh, and then we'll you know, kind of dive into what it does, but I just mm-hmm. want to say for me personally, it's been females and then mostly men, which mm-hmm. really hurts when yeah. that trust is broken. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I have like this, weird way of um trusting someone because I kind of study how people are around me mm-hmm. and um I feel like when a person is so nice and too nice and they're just like just just want to give me their all from the jump I'm just like what do you want what do you want <laughs> I don't trust it from the jump I always feel like there's an ulterior motive when a person is just so nice to me and kind to me. And that's not to say that I don't think there's not, there's, you know, not good people in the, in the world. Cause I'm, I, 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 you know, um, 
consider myself as a really good person, you know, mm-hmm. so I know what it is to be kind to someone and love someone, but I'm just a person I like to take baby steps. So I always feel like that's an ulterior motive when, when I feel like there's no reason given that you should be doing this or being this way or trying to put me in certain spaces and things with you. I'm just like, why? It just mm-hmm. don't connect. Mm-hmm. So I've had mm-hmm. those issues with females in particular um, where I, I'm, I'm seeing that the friendship is being built on reasoning that you are trying to either get information or learn something um, or just because it's just, a, it's just a moment in time that you need something from me. And so then once, once you got that, then we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've experienced that a lot. <laughs> so I think I'm just a, so I'm really cautious with people who are super, super nice. So for me, when it comes to trust issue, I have experienced it most, mostly from female friends. And I have, I'm always good with a male friendship. Like I can have a, a wonderful platonic uh, friendship with a man, but for female, I always get stabbed in the bag. It's my, my, my mother is a very meek woman. She don't say much. She literally said to me, are you ready for to be friends with these girls? Do you have to have female friends? Mm-hmm. But I just refuse to give up that there's still good women in this world that you can really build sisterhood with. But when I trust, I go. Yeah. I don't know how to hold back. Yes. The the this this trust issues specifically to women, that's a whole conversation by itself. A whole conversation. I'm telling you, and I'm serious about us having to come back, like all of us having to come back to talk about that because it's a big one. I'll let Martina go and then I'll 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 speak to the point that um that Deborah just made. Um I feel like me personally, I'm a very nice caring person because I know who I am and I feel like people took advantage of that you know meaning family and of course female friends you understand what I'm saying so um most of my trust issue will come from my family and, and female friends I will tell you that for a fact and so that's the reason I have you know, I have a good friend over here. I consider her as my sister and she loves people, but she always bringing people in our circle. And I keep telling her, I'm like, you have to be, you have to pick, um, who you bring in your circle. You know, she'd be like, Oh, Martina, you don't like people. I was like, it's not like I I have been, you know, um, I should say burned in the past. That's the reason why I'm very cautious about who you're bringing within our friendship. So, um, and she learned the hard way not to trust everyone. And that's, that's me because I'm like, I'm very observant. I would sit and be like, mm, I don't like that person's spirit. Mm-hmm. That person's spirit do not, do not connect with mine. So if you're bringing her, mm-hmm. that's your friend. We are friend on this end. So when it comes to trust issue, yeah, I, I have learned a long, come a long way and I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. who to bring around and who not to bring around and I feel comfortable having guys friends more than I can feel comfortable having like I said I do have like I do have a couple of sisters I can bring within my circle like 
And I love hanging out with certain older women because I feel like, you know, our generation nowadays, they are not true for themselves. So that's the reason why they're out there to come in your relationship. I mean, come to get to know you. I like pretend to be your friend, get to know more about you and then carry your business out there or spread rumors and things about you and your family. So that's my trust issue problem. Trust issues about to turn into a series. Family yes. trust issues, relationship, female trust issues, and adult trust issues, you know? Um, because because it's, it's big. It's a big topic to try to cover in like just a, a short period of time. But what I will say is for sure, I mean, I'm going to confess to this. Like, I always have more guy friends than I had girlfriends for all the reasons why we talked about. I still I still give girls the side eye. Like, no, nah, no. Um, because, because of previous experiences, you know, and, and I, that's a whole conversation. Cause I don't know why do we do that to each other? Um, especially when you enter the relationship, you enter it wholly and just expecting the person to, to be real with you. But then for me personally, I have found over the years that like girls are sneaky. You know what I mean? Like they're smiling in front of your face, but then the moment you turn around, they're talking about, mm, blah, 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 you know? And like either having caught people in their, in their like shady behaviors or having learned after the fact about their shady behaviors has really taught me to be guarded over time. You know, I definitely feel like people, especially when you're, when you carry yourself a particular way, People a lot of times want to come around, not for a good reason. They want to come around for their own benefit, but not necessarily for the collective benefit of right. us all. You know, like, let's help each other grow. Let's learn from each other. They're like, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. And the moment you can't do that thing that they're asking for me, they're out of there. You know, mm-hmm. or you, you know, heard all your little stories that you're not telling your list secret, you know, you it's out, it's out there on Broad Street. And so because of, you know, previous experiences, it kind of sets you up where you're like, nah, I don't know. I'm going to keep a, a, a firm distance a little bit. And so, so now let's talk about the interesting part, which is what does, what does trust issue look like behaviorally? How can you tell that a person has trust issue or that we are so oh let me just say something really quick because we talk about all the women you know but we talk about no man stuff but i can personally say i've had issues where you know times where i completely um you know what's uh, uh, uh trusted a particular person trusted a word man that is trusted right. their word trusted that person and not think for a second that mm. there would be that person. Because you know everybody comes in with all the best stories, right? No, nah, right. that's not me. I'm not right. him. I'm not going to be like that. Dang, he did that. You know, all the things that they claim they won't do. Right. And then you're in it, you don't guard down. You're all in. And for those of us that love hard, it's a problem. Because you just love hard. Your nose in. You're swimming in it. And then you find out that this person that's cheesy in front of you, my woman, he's going to show you on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then they're doing things in, in behind your back. You behind know? your back. And I know we maybe we, we ain't going to put no names out there. and We don't want to put our people out there. But I do think like trust issues um, can show up in our intimate partner relationship. And that is so painful when you go through that because you're not only distrustful of the person but if they do something like that now you're looking at their friendship circle like so you all knew about this 
You were in on it? And they were smiling. Are you coming to the crib? Eating my food? Hold on, Doc. Hold on, Doc. Hold on. But that, Oh, hold on, no, hold Thank on, Doc, because sometimes even females too that be you know doing stuff. Sometimes the friends don't be knowing. So sometimes the, the guys don't be knowing. It's true. Sometimes the friends don't know, but sometimes the friends know, girl. You know, I always tell people, right? So all yeah. of us have three lives. Right. We have our public lives. Yeah. We have our private lives, right. and we have our secret lives. Yeah. Mm. And so the. Some people know your public life. Yeah. Some people know your private life. Mm -hmm. And then between you and Paul, and maybe one, <laughs> probably, probably, probably just yourself, you know your secret life. Right. You know? yeah. and, and so when some people are doing their shady business, they mm -hmm. might keep it for their secret life. It's just right. dumb and, and nobody else know. But right. there are times where those people are doing those things. And the people that are that know their private lives, they got the whole crew that, you know, is entangled with them. Kind of encouraging them with that mess, right? Because they're all doing it. Oh, mm -hmm. man. Doc said they're all doing it. <laughs> Nobody's exempt. Nobody's <laughs> exempt. about it is that when, it, when they're doing that to you, mm. mostly if it's a guy thing, the family. Because I've had a situation before. Mm. But it was, it, was, it was just good on my part that I was, I was like iffy. Yeah. Hmm. But the family and you walking, mm -hmm. looking, and then like, really, yo? Yeah. Okay, oh. bye. Because but it's easy to say bye to just pick up and say bye. But just imagine if you all vested and come see the mama, the sisters, the people that you sit down, you pull your cassava leaf for, they mm -hmm. eat it and drink two bucket of water and sweat. <laughs> there and, and they got someone in your house yeah. this person also be a family friend but mm. who, who put tongue in family friends mouth mm. like mm -hmm. so so yeah so yeah. that's the thing and then this person this is what this person said to me just a little while ago mm -hmm. i said why you i said why you keep bothering me say i love the generosity of your spirit mm. i said oh thank you mm -hmm. but guess what this spirit is no longer generous to you mm. no. yeah yeah. This spirit is no longer generous to you because yeah. it's not a trust issue anymore. Mm -hmm. For me now at this point, how I deal with that is I have to protect my spirit. Yeah. I have to guard my space. Yeah. You are not allowed. You are not allowed here. The, the, that war is up. Jesus yeah. know that war is reaching. It's more than the one that the man built. More than Jericho. Yeah. Right. It, it's right. Good. You're not coming over here because I don't yeah. want I don't want to be to be polluted no yeah, yeah. so yeah. Nope. Mm. it's painful mm. it's painful you know so i wanted us to kind of get into how how what does it look like for those of us that may have experienced our trust being broken how then does it show up in our lives you know what i mean so for example mm -hmm. if you've been if yeah. let's just talk about the cheating piece let's just say you were there you've yeah. been cheated on blah 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 a lot of times what that may yep. look like is you not trusting that other, you know, your your boyfriend there, your husband there, the gentleman phone, being real shady. You know what I mean? Even if they're not being shady, you see shade. You know what I mean? Because you're like, what, what's up? What are you doing, right? Because you've experienced it before. So now you're triggered. So yeah. what are the ways that that shows up behaviorally? So in our behaviors, how does it, how can you tell that like, Either somebody has trust issues, your partner or you yourself. How do you know when a person has trust issues 
behaviorally? I think for me, it just, it shows up, let's just say in the past, you've experienced someone, whether it's just something simple as lying to you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you, you, you kind of judge or start asking your, your, your partner to prove things mm -hmm. to you. So every time this person says they, okay, I, I didn't go to the, I didn't go to the store at this time I, I went here, mm -hmm. um, you know, after I left the store, whatever. And you're like, no, you didn't. Or mm -hmm. let, let me see, yeah. you know, show me, yeah. show me the receipt that whatever you bought over at that store. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that you went. So, yeah. um, you start to, you start to like, you know, watch whatever the person movement is like mm -hmm. um you start needing receipts on things and yeah. receipts just meaning like proof of of things you know whether mm -hmm. a person wants to be kind to you you still want them to that you, you it's like you want them to to prove their kindness before they can even show it to you or you don't even believe that this person is being kind like oh you love me you sure you love me how, right. how do you know you love me it's like it's like, you know, it's like the person has to now continue to prove themselves to you. So you're always looking for some sort of, um, what's the word? Um, reassurance. Reassurance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so questioning, needing reassurance, looking over to make sure they're doing, they're doing it and they're not doing something else. Right. Oh, that's a good one. Picking yeah. a fight for no reason because you want to this person this person can go. So mm -hmm. you just pick you just pick a fight. And the phone thing too. They want to know your location, they've got their location on. Mm -hmm. When you got the iPhone. Then the person <laughs> open the window and act like they're busy in the kitchen, but no, they're all in your conversation. Right. Or maybe they're going back playing the video recording of the of the backyard when you're sitting back there. So once somebody mm -hmm. starts to do those because things. You know straight the person got trust issues. Yeah. You know, to me, it sounds like, like invisible bond, you know, that whole so relationship. The lack together. of vulnerability in yeah. any kind of relationship. Yeah. Bam. It's yeah. a red flag. This person got trust issues. I don't know what yeah. might have happened, though, but it's then it's there. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, you know, from what we all say, like you're suspicious, mm -hmm. uh, you're skeptical, right? You're scared to form meaningful relationships. It's hard for you to forgive. Um, yeah. Possessive, being jealous, because, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah, you can track people's cars, yeah. put tracking devices on the car, you overanalyzing really? everything. You're afraid to be vulnerable. So all of those things, yeah. Mm -hmm. People do it. People do jealous, it. People do it. Yeah. That's that's some deep trust stuff. I came at one point in the past, in the past, everybody's looking. Like I always used to say, I always do my six six month round detective work. That's what I do. I go snooping in the phone, <laughs> you know, that was in the past. Like making sure, like, because you know, based on what you know, um Wayne said you gotta start questioning people mm -hmm. now, like what's going on, how you gotta be, you gotta play that detective role now, try to figure out everything, what's your partner up to. <laughs> so in the past. But now it's like once you 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 know, you feel that like because a person will tell you, Oh, why are you being so why are you being so insecure? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that now to try to shift blame, knowing oh. that they're the one that caused that problem. But now they're trying to tell you that you're being insecure by doing certain things. By being, you know, checking and snooping and finding out everything. Mm -hmm. So 
but that was long gone. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to know if anyone can admit or, or feel like there are someone who had trust issues mm -hmm. and they're in recovery or if they still are not in recovery and they're still in the middle of, you know, having trust issues, I, you know, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to put my hand up because I know for a fact that I am, she put both hands up. I have trust issues. I'm in recovery for trust issues because of previous experiences. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. I think the first thing is recognizing, honestly, we've talked about the things that maybe other people have done to us, but you know, when you're trying to get to a place where you're now recovering from, from not from that wound, you first have to acknowledge that like, wow, I really do have this issue. You know, I really don't trust people. And it shows because I'm suspicious. I'm questioning what they're doing. I question their motive. I give them the bombastic side eye, like, mm-hmm, you that ain't gonna work for me. You know, all of those right. things that we do, or like my sister Martina said, we do the six month you know, around, you know, searching, what should I look for? Yeah. I always tell people in private practice, you know, like, uh, especially the couples, don't go looking because if you go looking, you'll, you'll likely find something. Find Even something. if there's nothing, you'll find something. Um, yeah, and I think snooping also amplify your whole trust issues. Yeah, so. yeah. And if you're trying, yeah. if somebody has broken your trust before and you're trying to now regain that trust, when you go snooping and God forbid you find something, even if they're literally in the process of working their little tail off to get out of the, you know what I mean? Out of the hole, it just breaks you down. And it takes you beyond where you just came from. All the way you back. All the way back. So it's like, is it really worth it? You know, right. is it worth the, the, the mental anguish that that's going to cause, you know? Right. Um, something that we haven't talked about too much is how, it's one thing to not trust other people, but sometimes our trust issues extend to ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Not really trusting ourselves mm -hmm. for one reason or the other. So can you, is that relatable to anybody? And then, you know, really quickly, we'll just talk about what does that look like when you've gotten to a place where you're like, you know what? I realize I don't even trust myself. I think you're touching on, you talked about self-reflection, right? Which I feel like is really important, but also setting realistic expectations too. Because I, I will say nobody's perfect, right? And it took me some time and, you know, some growing and learning to realize that this man may not be perfect. This woman may not be perfect, but it's the level of distrust or the level of issues we've gone through and how we've tried to rectify it. I want to start with that, but... Um, I've got a place where now with being older and, you know, having you know, private practice, working different settings, having a family and just, you know, self growth that if a situation doesn't work for me or I don't feel like I can trust myself in my relationship, right. Or to be faithful, right. Mm -hmm. Realistically speaking, then it's for me to say, okay, I'm not going to be friends with this guy because I have a lot of male friends say, you know, I feel like even without knowing this person, I'm attracted to them in some way and I don't trust myself with that person. So let's not even open that door for anything to, you know, lead anywhere or for mishaps to happen. And the same with female relationships. If we've talked about this, if it's a relationship starting off and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can trust this person, my guard, you don't even go into that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't think you don't trust yourself to be a good friend to them because right. you can't give them, give them yourself fully. So you're just going to have to pull back. Um, so definitely, I think accountability, knowing that, knowing what, what you are, what you're capable of and what you're not, being true to yourself, knowing what ticks you, 
um, and knowing the kind of person you can become if someone triggers certain things in within you, that would make you not trust yourself to be in, in someone's space or to put yourself a part of a certain situation. Yeah. Yeah, so that first asks the question, we all have any trust issue that we are working on or that we have grabbed, and I have before my hands up because I personally know as a person, I do have some trust issue. And so, and, and it's something that I'm, I'm, work, I'm working on. And because most of the time when it comes to trust, they're naked, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you have trust somebody, especially people in authority, right? When you trust them, mm-hmm. and they let you down, right? Words are spoken, right? Every time you kind of play that word over and those words over and over and over and over in your head, mm-hmm. and you doing everything to work on it, to work to build this relationship. But stay, the words are there. And this is what I started up by saying, both parties have to be willing to put in the work to rebuild that which have been broken. But mm-hmm. if the work is not done, every time you you, you want to just say something shitty, then, then, I, then I can't afford to get there. So... Yep. Where I don't trust myself, I have trust issue in myself mostly is when it comes to my work. I don't know what I would call it trust or second guessing myself. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my background came from fertility medicine. And people who don't know about this, I'm grateful to God for you. If you know about it, pray for us all. But it is right. it is dedicated. Right. So many times I stood there and questioned myself, oh my God, is this right? Am I really doing the right thing? Am I good enough to do this right? Would I be able to give this patient my my all? Especially when you are being drained to. So that second guessing of yourself is where my own trust issue with myself is. Not just trusting myself to know that this is what I can do. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to step in there with boldness. I take that as arrogant. I'm always second guessing myself. I'm trusting. Right. Oh God! I would take I would take the bread over and over to just go into one room to meet some of these women and the and, and the husbands and that. So that's why my trust issue has always been is like because even true. up to now, I do that. I'll go take a test. I don't trust myself to pass that test. So I'm sitting there. That I know I can't do this. I don't know this. I can't do this. So so I have I I have that too, and that's something I'm working on. Thanks to I'm Zell's mom, right? You go, yeah. Mommy, you got this. <laughs> Mommy, you got this. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you do it, and you come back and say, oh, God. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 And Deborah, can I say something to you real quick in mm-hmm. regards to you not you feeling arrogant whenever you tell yourself that you got this or you can do it? I don't think you should ever feel that way because you work hard to be where you are, and that is your profession. And you should be very confident in your work and yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't ever think because people come there because of what you chose to do and it trusts you. So yep. you have to continue to take pride in that and wear that as a crown. Yep. I just wanted to say that to you. And yeah. I kind of want to 
touch to it sounds kind of like imposter syndrome too and doc yeah <laughs> we'll have a whole another series on that but it sounds like you know with your profession and being capable enough it sounds kind of like imposter syndrome but that happens to everybody i can certainly relate to that but yep. like win said trust me positive affirmations you have a doc right there free therapy sessions honey those things all help <laughs> She feeds me food. I give her advice. There you go. <laughs> no, and you know, and I think sometimes we conflate confidence with arrogance. Right. You yeah. can be confident, yeah. but yeah. that doesn't mean you're arrogant. And I think it's probably most mm -hmm. of all of us here are Liberians, you know, coming from where we're from, when the moment you start to, you know, give yourself some, you know, uh, uh, words of encouragement and, and make yourself feel confident, say, well, who do you think you are anyway? You go, the other person, yeah, she proud. And it's right. like, there's a difference, you know? Um, confidence is rooted in, in, in your, your knowledge, your wisdom, your skill set, your experience. Yeah. You can be confident because you know, I've, I've gotten the education, I've gotten the experience, I've got the personality style for this particular thing. Arrogance, right. on the other hand, is like when you're like, you don't even necessarily have all the facts, but you're like, listen, y'all can't tell me nothing. There's no right. room for growth. You know, you're just straight up proud yep. and you don't have any room to learn and listen to anyone else. And a lot of arrogant people don't have the knowledge, skill set or expertise. They're using that as what we would call like a compensatory strategy. They're trying to overcompensate for their right. lack. <laughs> you know, that makes themselves bigger. And it's like, really, you, you're making yourself bigger because you know that there's a lack there. You know, something that we didn't get to touch on, and I really am serious about, we're probably going to have to come back, y'all, because this is too much. Uh, but something we didn't get to touch on too much is how sometimes our, we talked about our trust issues being rooted in trauma, being rooted in past experiences. But something we didn't really get to talk too much about was that sometimes our trust issue stems all the way back to our childhood. Yeah. And, and our, it's, you know, there's a whole, I'll, maybe I'll do a series on attachment mm. styles. You know, if we were in, you know, in a, our, our parents, you know, where we didn't have a secure attachment with them, you know, or we had a parent who was really anxious, you know, and like pouring that onto us. And so now we're not sure, do I move in? Do I not move in? You know, or we had a parent who one minute, they, oh, I love you, baby, come kiss me. It's okay. And then the next minute they're like, what are you doing over there? They send mixed signals and all of that stuff gets internalized. And we don't quite know how to act in the midst of other people now because they've laid the foundation for us to not fully trust. So I can't feel secure in this relationship because I'm not sure which version of it I'll get to, you know? Yeah. So are you going to be like nice, friendly, warm, or are you going to be like, yeah. what's he doing? What, what are you picking the thing up for? Like, which version am I going to see? And so we don't trust. So we become anxious in ourselves. And that anxiety mm -hmm. then shows up in our relationship right. now as adults. You, um, Okay, so we're, we're basically at the end. And I just kind of want to get from each of you any advice that you would have on, you know, for somebody who is struggling with trust issues. What are some things that you can say to them to help them? Because as we mentioned before, it can be really painful. That hurt, when, when trust is broken, it does something to you. So what, what are some advice that you would give to, to individuals uh, on that issue? So we can go, we'll do Dr. Gagon Wallace, then we'll do Gwen, and then we'll do Martina, and then we'll come to the studio, Deborah and I. So Dr. Wallace. Yes, I would say first thing is first is just 
what is they got to admit your truth, right? Or at least know your truth. So first thing is, yes, I have trust issues. And then what are some of the ways that I can, you know, help manage these trust issues? You got to start off slow, right? Uh, Forgive, take time to rebuild, um, and certainly give yourself room and also forgive yourself too. And there's always medications and therapy. I know that's right. Self-reflection, right? You can, you know, do some self-reflection, meditating. But if it's unmanageable with those ways, you can always seek professional help. And that's okay, too. And that's something we'll talk about, being okay with seeking professional mental help. Yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> We're, that's coming up as well. So I, I want to mention, you know, even though it sounds like a plug, I'm so glad you said that because what... It's important to know is that trust issues go beyond just saying, oh, I have trust oh, issues. Yeah. That sometimes it gets so bad that it, it yep. can lead to real, it can lead to anxiety. It can yep. lead to depression. It can lead to panic attack. The person yes. just left and went to buy, you know, live water for your house. They, yep. It took more than 30 minutes and you're already panicking. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What are they doing over there? You yep. know what I mean? It can lead to sleepless nights, just in time. Yeah. I forget the person went on a conference, you know, somewhere yeah. and you're in the house by yourself. You're think you're up all night thinking about all, all night. This stuff. These, yeah. when you're feeling those things, we really were going to do a part two and probably a part three. When you're feeling those things, it's a signal right there that this is beyond your average trust right. issue. Exactly. Right. When any advice that you have for someone that's uh, struggling with trust issues? Yeah, I'm just going to piggyback off what um, Dr. Wallace stated, um, pretty much just saying that um, being aware um, and being honest when you come across people that you are trying to build with, just let them know from the jump that you do have concerns, you do have some trust issues and, um, you know, and not, and also don't, don't fault yourself even, even when others do wrong you know that um, it's not your fault. So letting go of what others have chose to do with their life, they made that decision. Don't allow that to pretty much, um, don't allow that to overtake how you go about your life. Right. Because you didn't make that, you you are not the one who broke their trust, they broke yours. So you can allow them to take that over where you where it will stop you from creating and rebuilding as um, uh, Deborah stated earlier, you know, you have to give other people chances too, because Uh those people do exist. You just have to um, give everyone a chance that that you come across because you do deserve to have good people in your life as well. Martina, any advice for someone? Thank you so much for that win. I love the whole give someone a chance and not let it not let it hinder you from building, you know, like a new trusting relationship. I want to point on that really quickly because I think sometimes our previous hurt can lead us, it can hinder us from now establishing a healthier relationship. Just because that person did it to you doesn't mean you should rob yourself of right. another healthy relationship, healthy friendship. Or an, even an opportunity to talk to someone and work through the issue. So when it comes to, you know, trusting someone, you just have to give that the next person. You got to trust yourself, believe in yourself, and give the other person a chance to. You both, you both of you guys can work on it. Something we said a lot is the, like um, we talked about trusting, uh, you know, kind of trying to trust again. 
and we were, mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about our sixth sense. We all have that sixth sense, but you know when something's up. Like right. your little antennas go up, like hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, <laughs> sometimes we ignore it, and when we ignore it, it backfires. Right. But to be fair, when we've been hurt in the past, I I use this um in private practice, I say, sometimes our our antenna is not quite broken, but it's a little bent, okay? We, it may not be as, as straight as we think it is, mm. you know, whereas before it was spot on. But mm. if, some, if something has happened now, you know, something happened in the past, it can kind of like, it throws off the calibration of your antenna. Mm. So we want to also not always, like an anxious gut is not one that you want to follow. A, tra yeah. a traumatized gut is not one that you want to follow because it's rooted in fear. It's coming from a place of protection. It's coming from a place of suspiciousness. So we want to be mindful. Like it's good to trust our gut, but make sure that your gut is a Clean. clear gut. Make sure yeah. that it's not one that's already, you know, already a little bit shattered, a little bit right. broken, a little bit bent. Okay. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make sure your gut is a Clear gut is not entered. You have detox that gut. You got to put it to all the all the toxins all out. All the junk is yep. out, and yep. now you go in. You go into this one, being so hopeful and prepared to be vulnerable. Just be prepared. Just know that as you go into it, and this is why this is the affirmation that I start to read to myself. That every morning I get up, I'll tell myself, "I am patient." Mm. I so trust is a big thing for me when it comes to moving on and being patient. And I kind of uh, felt good about it a couple of, couple of days, a week or something ago. That was like your patience. And she don't even know what that did. Because I just said, and I said, oh, God, thank you. It's really working. Because that was something I worked on. I, I've been praying for working on that God gave me patience. Because I know that's how I would deal with this trust issue. If not, I mistrust you, you do that. Bye, man. Bye, sir. I'm gone. Like it's over. But I want. I, I am praying to God for patience, so I can be able to allow myself and give the other person the opportunity to work through issues. Right. What What advice do we give? You know, you've all mentioned it. First and foremost, acknowledge that you do have the issue. Right. Evaluate. Okay, what are certain behaviors I see in myself? Because the thing is. If we're just saying trust issue, but we don't know the behaviors that we're seeing, we can't really address the issue. Right. So if my behavior is, oh, I start freaking out every time my partner leaves, then I need to like deep breathe my way through there. I need right. to do some meditation. I need to go to scripture. I need to pray. Like, Lord, I need you to calm me down so that my system is anchored. You know, if your issue is checking people's phone, listen, I need to substitute that checking people's phone behavior with something else. How right. can I prevent myself from doing that? So right. identify your exact, you know, symptom or behavioral manifestation. What does yeah. it look like for you? Because my trust issue looked different from Deborah's and right. looks, you know, and when and, and Dr. Wallace and Martina, it looks different. So what is it for you? And then work on that individual thing for yourself. Right. Um, and then the other thing that was mentioned here is that give people an opportunity to kind of like repair something we don't do anymore is we don't give any room for repair. There's got to be room for repair. Let them be able to go make a mistake. Because if we made a mistake, we right. would want someone to say, you know what, I'm gonna give you a second chance at this right. thing, you know, um, if they kind of are a repeat offender. Now we know you can't be in this space. Mm -hmm. We got to 
firm boundary because yeah. you're a repeat offender because you had an opportunity to repair. You said, yeah. oh yeah, I won't do it again. And then you came back and you did it and, and you know, you did it again. Now we got a problem. So at that point it becomes about, you know, you protecting your own space and your own sanity. Um, and then the other thing I would say when it comes to all of us that have trust issues, our gut is not fully detox. So we can't a hundred percent go with our gut. So right. what we want to do in that case is rather than following our feelings, follow the facts. Right. What do you know to be true about this person? Because a lot of times we will completely ignore the fact that, oh, they're kind, they've been there for me, they're supportive, they're all that stuff. We'll just say, we'll just see them sitting. That one time, she, the way she looked at me, she looked like she was thinking bad thoughts. What have they done? Okay. What does the facts say? Let your decisions be grounded in facts and not in feelings because our feelings are skewed Mm -hmm. and it could really get us in a lot of trouble. So any last minute thoughts? Because that's it. We're going to wrap up. No, I was going to say thank you so much for having me. This has been very interesting. Definitely things to keep working on, right? Like everybody else. So this has been amazing. Thank you. I'm very proud of you, sis. You, you did good. <laughs> when? Yes, um, just picking back off um, both ladies here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I love having these kind of conversations. Um, when Dr. Wallace called me about it, I was like, sure. I was excited for her in the first place when she said she was going to be on your podcast. I said, that's awesome. You know, and she was like, I think you would be good to come join because you like yeah. conversations like this, but I really do enjoy it. And um, I'm, I'm really glad I joined today. So thank you again. Thank you so much. So thank you, Dad. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm still nervous. Everything she's she bed naked. My stomach is grogging from nervousness. Okay. No, you did great. <laughs> you did amazing. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think you was like one of the I'm, most I'm vulnerable. A behind the same, I'm a behind the same person. She knows right. that. Uh, but I'm glad to have come out here and talk because now I got something to add to. Right. My little bit of knowledge about whatever I thought trust issue was. Right. Every everybody added so much depth to this conversation. I learned a lot myself, right? right? Um, and I'm grateful to each of you for taking the time just to be here to share your knowledge. No one's an expert on anything, you know. No. We're all collectively learning and growing, and you all were wonderful once again. Thank you for joining the Bare Naked Podcast. Stay tuned. Please like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We're trying to build our channel. We've got so much more to give to the world. Mm -hmm. Let this be our opportunity for them to see each of us and say, wow, something good can't come from a small little country called Liberia. Mm -hmm. Again, thank you all so much. And as always, be the light that shines in someone else's darkness. Thank you.